0: Hi, I'm Cassie. Hey, everybody, I'm Emily, and this is Full Scream Ahead, your spooky road trip bucket list October edition. It's spooky season. Spooky season. I know we're a little
1: late. It's like the end of October. Yeah, I know. um, We have a spooky podcast. We've been gone all month. uh, You know, we're spook all year round. Yeah. Like this is... We are not defined by the confines of your time. It's always Halloween. Halloween is a state of mind. Exactly. Pumpkin Um, spice forever. Pumpkin spice forever. One of my managers um, was really upset a couple weeks ago because he was like, it's too early for pumpkin spice. I was like, Brandon, what are you talking about?
0: Um, pumpkin spice started like a month ago well so
1: his thing is it's too hot outside to truly enjoy and i'm like right but what you don't understand is i get iced coffee all year Mm -hmm. so my
0: pumpkin is gonna be iced also we live on like the surface of the sun and like normal places it's fall weather correct so and i kept telling him, i was like fall's a state of mind it's it's a state
1: of mind you gotta get into it we don't have fall we have hot we have cold he uh he told me the other day that he's starting to come around. He feels the we- he's feel he feels like the weather's getting there, and he got an espresso machine, and so now he's making pumpkin spice at home, or he's making espressos at home. But he's gone and out and bought a couple different pumpkin spice drinks, and he said he's starting to kind of like feel it and get into it. And I'm like, I'm fully gonna take credit for this, even though I do not talk to you outside of work. <laughs> I will fully take credit for bullying you into liking pumpkin spice, even if I am more of an apple cider kind of girl.
0: There. What I did at Starbucks is the other day is I got a pumpkin spice frappuccino, but I had them put their apple spice syrup in it from the apple crisp macchiato. Oh, it was the ultimate fall drink. That's incredible.
1: I almost ate shit coming up Emily's stairs today. <laughs> um, I was carrying our Dutch Brothers drinks, as I do on uh, recording days. I'm going up the stairs and her cats are waiting for me on the landing. Being super fucking cute and just welcoming me into their home. Um, And then I failed to lift my foot high enough because I was (laughs) distracted by the cats. And so I slammed my foot into the stair instead of onto the stair. And then I started falling forward. And of course, I have Dutch Bros in both of my hands. And I can't risk the safety of the coffee like it's sacred. Um, So instead, I spread my arms out as wide as possible to brace myself against the very textured walls of the outside. Um, And so now my pinky on my right hand is all scratched up and my arm on my left arm. It's all scratched up and it was worth it because the coffee did not fall.
0: <laughs> My neighbor um, across the way um, with the top apartment usually sits out there and like smokes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's probably sitting out there like, Okay, so first one bitch runs out in bunny slippers and trips on the way up the stairs because <laughs> she can't lift her foot in the damn bunny slippers. Then 15 minutes later, here comes another one. <laughs> trips up the same fucking stair <laughs> but with coffee and doesn't drop it like a G. Whoop, doing a podcast. Da-da-na-na. Doing a podcast. We, we took a short break. Cause yeah,
1: it was my birthday, and then it was my mom's birthday. I'm um, fairly uninitiated. My mother is not alive, and so her birthday is always kind of tough. Um, my grandpa came and gave me a surprise visit on the same day I was supposed to see Demi Lovato. Aww. And so guess what I didn't see?
0: Oh, no, you didn't go?
1: I didn't go. I chose to hang out with my grandpa instead.
0: Aw. That's so probably
1: better it, memory, though. It's the correct choice, and I yeah. stand by it. But I'm really bummed I didn't get to see them in concert. Oh, wow, well. But... It was, I've, I've lost more money doing stupider things. So, and especially because he was there, the concert was September 31st, the day before my mom's birthday. Mm. So it's the day before my mom's birthday. It's my mom's dad. Like, yeah, the right thing to do was to spend time with my grandpa while I can because he doesn't come to Vegas like ever. And you know what's funny is my grandpa, like, was complimenting my house and, like, interested in our hobbies and interested in us. You do have a very cool house. I do. And then my dad came over for the first time since we moved into that house. It's really? the first time I've seen him in two years. Did not compliment my house. Aww. Did not ask you about our hobbies, um, which are on display in the form of a nail polish rack that has maybe 200 nail polish bottles on it right now. It's
0: immaculate.
1: It's professional level. Not a single, oh, you're into nail polish. Nothing. Wow, he saw my boyfriend's nails were painted, and he was like, "Are you wearing nail polish?" And I was like, "Dad, I told you he rates nail polish sometimes. Like, why are you surprised? Did you think I was lying to you?" Wow. Anyway, I don't ever want him to listen to this podcast because there will be dad slander sometimes. Amazing. Yeah, not kid like not not a sink like I have a cool fucking house. Yeah, I have a light switch really that controls do. fairy lights. Are you kidding me? Compliment my house. Your house is very cozy. Thank you. I worked very hard on the vibe. I love it. Yeah, it sounds like it's been. An interesting couple weeks. Yeah, it's been very uh, rewarding and exhausting. Mm. Um, and I played D and D for the second time ever, uh, which was fun. Amazing.
0: I want. I really want to learn how to play D and D.
1: Um, would you like to join our? We we were playing a one shot, and we think the one shot is going to turn into an actual campaign because um, Katie and Rachel were very excited to play with us. Um, I can discuss with the group. Having you create a character that we come across and then you join the party. That'd be dope. Because we've only played it once. So, like, so far in the campaign, we woke up in the forest and, like... You have to choose at the beginning of a campaign if your party already knows each other or if they have to meet each other. We're choosing that our party's already known each other for a while. Okay. So they're all traveling north together in the forest to go get some um, fucking crystals from this cave for some guy who assigned us this task. I'm like, yay, we're we're getting paid. Let's do it. And then we go up to these crystal cave areas. um, And then there's like ink blobs attacking crystal people, like people made of crystals. So, so far, all we've done is save two crystal people walk into a cave and fight more ink monsters, and that's it. Like, we've not done a lot, and that (laughs) took three hours. Jesus Christ. Um, So you're still coming (laughs) in at the beginning. Like, you haven't missed much.
0: All I know about D&D is what I learned in community.
1: Yeah, so uh, I can talk to Shelby today and then Katie and Rachel and see if they're cool with you joining us for our next session, which is going to be the 19th. Shelby's the DM, so I got to make sure she's able to work it in somehow
0: that's cool but i think it'd be fun yeah, whatever yeah that'd be cool is nice i am not good at it but it is fun nonetheless i've just been binging a lot of skyrim which i've, I've ranted to cassie about like a lot before <laughs> like we even started recording do your like, rant do I've, your rant it needs to be a pod I'm very like i don't know like i started this this playthrough because i wanted to do the main storyline which i haven't done since this game came out 12 years the ago. first time not any of the bajillion re-releases whatever um <laughs> But, no, it's great. Like, my job is going great. Um, I just got married. This is in game, by the way. Um, Oh, no. You think my life is going great outside of (laughs) First of all, my job's a mess. My power was out for two fucking days. The power company now has a recording of my full, like, mental breakdown. Too hot to have the power. Up. I don't have a fun dog that follows me around everywhere. <laughs> she does have a fun cat that falls off the back of chairs. <laughs> my cats are not, um, what's the word, graceful? No, not at all. They're both very clumsy. Yeah, Oliver just straight up falls off of things all the time.
1: I love it. <laughs> Aries was standing on the back of my chair and curling up on my neck, and I was like scratching her, giving her little scratches behind her ear, and then she just fucking fell off the chair. Just just <laughs> vaulted herself off somehow. Uh, <laughs> I turned around and she, she was like looking all around, like, nothing to see here. Move along. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. So Skyrim, house, dog, you adopted a child. Yes. Yeah, so we just adopted a child. We adopted mm-hmm.
0: Sophie from Windhelm. Because right. A little story with her flowers. Are you going to tell so the people sad. how you told Sophie to fuck off? Oh my game? God. So I downloaded one of the <laughs> Creation Club houses and installed it. And so I go through, it's, um, it's a farm right outside of Rorick's Dead, And I go through it and then I solve this little kid's murder and his ghost gives me a key to his family's farm. And he goes here, this is for you now. Thank you for helping my family do to do. And then they vanish. And um, so I'm just like, okay, this is a full house. It has a kitchen. It has a dining room. There's a secret lab in the basement. There's a bedroom upstairs. There's a child's bedroom filled with child's toys and child's books. I assumed that would count as a child's bedroom. So when I first went to pick up Sophie, I'm just like, hey, I could adopt you. She's like, really? Are you sure? Uh, do you have a place for me to stay? And the only dialogue option the game gave me was, I don't have room for you. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. So did you find a new house? Um, we were building a house, but then I remembered how much fucking work that was. So then we bought a house in Riften, which is close to my job. So a shorter commute because I'm now leader of the Thieves Guild. So. Uh, this makes me want to play Skyrim. <laughs> I've never wanted to play Skyrim before. I am now like level 23, I think. And I have yet to start the quest. I started this game for. Are you Dragonborn or something in this game? Yes. So you're going to be married with a child. My character doesn't know
1: that yet. So you're going to be married with a child and your wife's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do the, does she react to finding out that you're Dragonborn, do you think? I don't know. Um, he was a mercenary I hired as a bodyguard, and then we just got attached. Oh, my God. I need to play Skyrim. I don't understand any of this. He did lose I, his The concept of once. open worlds
1: is mind-boggling to me.
0: Right. It's just like I have played this game since it came out, the year I graduated high school, like 2011, and I still keep finding quests in places that I have not discovered yet.
1: That's I'm too much of a completionist for that. It's,
0: there's so much. So much.
1: Unrelated, but also video games. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. What is that? Is that
0: new? You don't play Pokemon, do you? I love Pokemon. I just out of the loop, man. Emily, (laughs) hold on. You haven't seen Sprigatito. Was that English?
1: (laughs) Okay. Sprigatito. Hold on. This is, this is important. Sprigatito is one of the new starter Pokemons. Oh, new starters. For the new games that are coming out next month. Oh, I can't
0: believe I was you. just thinking last night how I needed more Pokemon games on my Switch because I literally have like 30 games for the DS and one for the Switch. I suppose it's not quite open world. My bank account just sent me a notice that I have negative $52 in my Oof. bank account. It's like, we heard you're thinking about buying a video game. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Chime. Hashtag why I Chime. Oh, God, no. Pokemon.
1: <laughs> Oh my god. You need you need to look at this website. So and it's a
0: grass type. Sprigatito's thing.
1: Sprigatito is a grass cat I, Pokemon. I always do the grass starters
0: anyway. It now has an ability.
1: Kids. One of its abilities is it releases an aroma that makes people around it happier and sleepy. It's literally a weed cat. I love it's it. weed cat. Oh, but the crocodile.
0: I just Oh the duck. Okay.
1: There's a, uh, the, the duck looks like Trump. Like, we're all on the same page with that, right? Stop.
0: He's adorable. He's adorable. Stop. But, like, now it's <laughs> I can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't unsee oh it. It's God. the hair. It's the hair. Um, oh, I need a sprigotito and I need to name
1: her Sativa. There is a, um, there is a, a dog Pokemon called Fido, and its ears are cinnamon rolls. Stop! <laughs> yeah, it's the freaking cutest. And then if you look at um, this is one of the legendaries. Uh, I'm head He is a bisexual icon because the bi pride flag colors are in him. Oh, and I then have this seen guy is a I non-binary. He's a non-binary icon I because he's that. got all the non-binary colors in him. Um, and I just, I, I'm so freaking excited. Look at Fido. Look at his little cinnamon roll ears. I want to eat him up. Oh, my God, I know. This is a pig. His name is Lechonk. Lechonk is an actual name for a little pig Pokemon, the don't <laughs> you? I want to cuddle him so bad. Oh, my so God. So bad. Anyway, when does it come out? Ugh, this is Pokemon. a very important sidebar release date. November 18th. He's so close. Yeah, I need it to be closer. I don't even think I've seen a video of actual gameplay yet. I'm already I don't sold. Care. I do I, I need Grass Cat in my life. I need uh, Sprigatito. I love him. It's the only option. That's the correct starter option.
0: <laughs> what are we talking about today, Emily? So today, um, I don't think I said this on the pod, but I said it in our group chat. I was going to try to get out of Europe for a while. Because mm-hmm. somehow we keep ending up on, like, Nazi stories.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and- Nazis are in everything. Everything. I don't understand. Also, for those uh, at home curious, our group chat means me, Emily, and Katie. Our number one fan. Yes. Um, who is the best?
0: So I kind of failed because I did not get us out of Europe entirely. But Emily, there are no <laughs> Nazis in this story. Okay. If I do f- additional research on the story and add Nazis, I'll let you know. I. I mean,
1: I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> There's, I've, I'm too busy, to. To try to add Nazis into your story, <laughs> I don't want to give that much. Harry <laughs> just jumped on the back of the couch right behind Emily and scared the shit out of
0: her. You think I'd be used to it with how much, you know, the fact that I live with these fucking weirdo so cats. Funny. But <laughs> So, the place we are talking about today, it's called the Bunamagi... The, Hold on, let me remember how to pronounce this. The bunny hop? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a phonetic spelling down. Um, oh, can I guess? Hold on, can I read it and guess? Yes. Right. So I wrote down the phonetic spelling, and now I don't remember why I wrote it that way. The bunamaji. The oh, the bunamaji friary. There's an R in there. The bunamaji friary. It's, why it's is Irish. there an R? I don't know. Talk to the Irish. Bunamaji, I would accept. Let's go to. But how there's to an R in that. there. Okay. There's there's an easy way to do this. How to pronounce? Why did I do this to myself? Why do I do things that I can't fucking pronounce
1: constantly? Oh my god! English Can- Canada, English Australia.
0: It's Irish. Bonamashi. Hold on. I, I just know that the first. Oh, Bonamaji pronoun- Friary. <laughs> Sorry. Bonamaji Bonamaji Friary. The Bunamarshi Friary. That's what it is. So today we're talking about the Bonamaji Fri. <laughs> I forgot how to say it. <laughs> you want to hear it
1: in Mandarin? Okay. <laughs> That's not Mandarin. <laughs> what? what? Chinese Hong Kong pronunciation. There's no noise. Taiwan? There's no
0: noise. Why?
1: <laughs> that one was Danish. <laughs> What is this website? Why are there four Australias? Bunamaji Friary. The Canada one doesn't work either. Okay, I'm off the website now. I'm paying attention. I'm
0: paying attention. <laughs> anyway, the Bunamaji Friary. <laughs> okay. So, the, the Bunamaji Friary is located in Northern Ireland. It's near the town of Ballycastle. It's about a 15 minute walk from the beach and it's on public land, so anyone can visit it. So, this is 100% a place that needs to go on my bucket list.
1: Did you just hear somebody step
0: on your roof? I hear that all the time. This is why I said I had a ghost in my attic. You are the one who keeps telling me it's the house settling. Oh, the footprint. That was a... Boom! Stomp. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway. I, I promise <laughs> you I'm paying
1: attention. I just said that, and then there was the noise, and it's October, and
0: there's like eight planets in retrograde, and I'm... When is it my turn to be in retrograde? <laughs> you don't want... I don't, I don't know that the world can handle That... That's fair. (laughs) So this is located near the... um, It's in Northern Mm Ireland. It's near the town of Ballycastle. Mm -hmm. And it means the foot of the Margie River, which is formed... And it's formed by the joining of the Cary River and the Sheck River. And they kind of join together to be the Margie River. So this Mm -hmm. is... The foot of the Margie River. I feel like I over-explained that, but this is is how I write my notes. If you said it's a 15-minute walk from the beach, is the beach the ocean or is the beach the riverbed? The beach is the ocean at the tip of Northern Ireland. So this is, like, way, like, at the edge of Northern Ireland. I'm going to Google a map just so I can picture it because I'm very bad at this. So just, like, almost as north as you can go in Northern Ireland. So while it's just ruins now, the site is public and accessible, um, and there is still activity from at least one former resident that hangs out there. Um, and it draws in a number of paranormal investigators every year, as well as sightseers um, who just want to visit a piece of Northern Irish history. So this place is a little bit old. Um, the friary was built in the year 1500. Um, there are some accounts that argue it may have been built around 1445. 1445. Um, but that still gives us about a 15-year period. It may have been built between 1445 and 1500. Either way, it's old as balls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perhaps even older. Who fucking knows? History is a mess. History is a mess. Time means nothing to me when you get
1: so far away. I know. It's
0: it's it's all theoretical at that point. <laughs> it was built by Roderick. or It was built by either Roderick McQuillan or Rory McQuillan. Um, some sources had a little diff- different... Most places had him noted as Rory McQuillan. Either way, they're the same person. He was the head of the McQuillan. R. McQuillan. Yep. So the McQuillans had the title of the Lords of the Root. And the Root was an area on the northeastern coast of Ireland. And it was part of the kingdom of Dalriada, which was a Gaelic kingdom that encompassed what is today the western seaboard of Scotland in the northeastern part of Ireland. And so either they were basically on both sides of that channel. Fun fact. Fun facts. It always, like, trips me out when I see these. Like, I think I did this in another one where it's, like, um, used to be part of a kingdom that doesn't, straight up just does not exist anymore. Jacob was born in a country that doesn't exist anymore. That's true. And the only reason I know the date that that country broke up is because it happened three days before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, he was born. We're talking about Czechoslovakia. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he was born in Czechoslovakia in December of 92. So right before they broke up. Because January of 93 is when they broke up. Yeah. January 3rd, right? Fourth? Yep. Third.
0: January 3rd Third. is when that happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so a month. He was yeah. a month old when the country he, born and dis- he was born and dissolved.
0: When I was over there, all my tour guides kept referring to it as the great divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know, it's just a
1: really silly way of looking at it to me, but... It- if, you do, you yeah. I, I'm not no by no means an expert on Czech history, <laughs> but it sounds accurate.
0: <laughs> so the Bonamarchi was con- was considered even at that time kind of a smaller religious establishment. Um, while it was officially occupied by the friars of the Third Order of Saint Francis, it's suspected that there were never more than a couple of actual friars who lived there. Most of the people who lived there were teachers or preachers or just general people who wanted to be parts of the church, but it it was a pretty small place. So the church itself was a very prominent feature of the structure, uh, which is a large rectangle about 100 feet long by 24 feet long with three windows and a door pointed south and it served as a purpose. Its purpose was a place I just I wrote the sentence weird. This is what happens when I write my notes like a week in advance and (laughs) I don't look at them again. Yeah, it'll check out. So while it was supposed to be a place of religion, this was dissolved in 1536. So it wasn't really considered like a holy place that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the friars and company remained there for another 50 years or so until about 1584. So 88 years after it was built in 1588, Clan MacDonald, the rivals of the Macquillans, fought and officially seized the friary from the Macquillans. Rude. And although the fighting may have lasted longer, um, or there was a mix-up of dates, there's also a record of this attack four years earlier, where the McDonald troops burnt the friary in 1884. Um, it's basically a big stone structure with a thatched roof, so when you set it on fire, it just sets the entire roof on fire? Yeah, because the stone's not flammable. Um, that's a great design, make your entire roof just flammable. Flammable,
1: <laughs> but none of the rest of the stuff. But I, I guess... <laughs> I just looked at pictures so I could understand, like, what the structure looked like. And I feel like the way the structure was, I don't know that they had the ability at the time to make that roof stone. I don't know what technology was like in
0: the 1500s.
1: Well, because I'm imagining, because, like, it's just, like, it's just giant, like, it's where there's no roof. There's not, like, rooms in this place. It's just, like, giant open halls. And so if you don't have any of that support, like, going down the middle, I imagine Mm -hmm. a stone roof isn't really probable
0: possible that's fair i have been watching a lot of youtube videos on castle structures and why certain walls have to be certain places for the structure it just didn't cross my mind to make those things like connect
1: (laughs) yeah well there i did it yay (laughs) we did it (laughs) yeah that i mean that would be my best guess i am by no means a architectural expert on history or whatever for legal reasons I don't know what I'm saying.
0: Continue. (laughs) During this battle, the troops, they were troops sent by the first Elizabeth. Um, They were British troops who were fighting the, wait, where did I? McDonald's troops burnt the friary during a battle with the troops of the first Elizabeth, um, who were part of the English army, which caused the roof to catch on fire and be destroyed. And the attack was led by, his name was Sorley Boy McDonald. What?
1: (laughs) Sorley Boy McDonald.
0: Sorley Boy.
1: What the fuck were people naming their kids? <laughs> thought McKaylee and Riley
0: and Lees and all these Sorla fucking... Sorley Boy. <laughs> I will never complain about another modern name again. Sorley Boy. Oh. Sorley Boy McDonald. Like, if you give your child... Is it like... Is it like
1: how to train your dragon logic, where they thought if you have an ugly name for your child, it will make the spirits not want to take your child. And that's why the main character's name is Hiccup, where you have a character named Fishlegs. Like, that's an snot lout. Are you fucking... But it makes sense in their lore, because the hideous name comes with protection from, like, bad spirits. Oh, Yeah, so I'm wondering if it's, like, the how to train your dragon logic is why you would name your child Sorley Boy
0: McDonald. Well, these are, like, ancient, like, Irish people. Like, what culture was um, how I train your dragon based off Uh, of? Vikings? (laughs) I don't know. Norse? Question mark. I mean, it's up north enough. Maybe there were Viking influences. I don't know, I'm probably insulting someone's whole ass history right now. i making fun of this name, but come on, Sorley Boy? <laughs> Sorley Boy. <laughs> Continue, I'm sorry. So the attack was led by Sorley Boy McDonald as the English troops were stationed at the friary with one of their main purposes to restrict the power of the McDonald's because the English thought the McDonald's were getting just too powerful.
1: The English are too powerful still. Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the English need to shut the fuck so up. and. Take the McDonald's
0: sees this place from the McQuillans. McQuil- yeah. And now the English are like, you're getting a little too big for your britches. B- well, how big
1: were the McDonald's? They just had the one church, right?
0: They kind of had a large area at this point, I think. Mm. So the McDonald's pretty much only used the Bonamargi as a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, they used it as a final resting place for a lot of their family and their clansmen. So, when Sorley Boy died at 1590 at age 85, um, they actually ended up bringing his remains back to the friary to be enclosed in the vault. Mm -hmm. So, he actually still lives there. Gotta go visit Soily
1: Boy. Soily Boy. Uh, Soily Boy, because he's. (laughs) uh,
0: There's a good quote from a reverend named George Hill who published in his book. It's titled A Historical Account of the McDonald's of Antrim. He published this book in 1873, but he wrote, The whole place literally heaves with McDonald dust, the chieftains having found a last retreat in its gloomy vault, and the humbler members of the clan sleep around the sunshine of the open cemetery.
1: I want to sleep around the
0: sunshine in a cemetery. That sounds like a good time. Sounds nice and relaxing. I just thought... It's just such great imagery. It's just, it heaves with the dust of all of their dead.
1: <laughs>
0: so it's...
1: Uh, I guess there's got to be a lot of people buried there if it's for their clan, their family and the clansmen. Yeah. And they go to battle frequently, I assume. That's what else did people do back then, you know? Right. Have babies
0: in battle. <laughs> like, I've been thinking, because I'm taking, like, a fantasy writing course right now, and I just, I keep thinking, like, a lot of these main, like... Plots are people trying to seize power and every time i'm just like i can't why do people want to be in charge of a whole ass country i don't understand why you just keep wanting more and more land why would you want to be in charge i don't get it man well i mean back then being in the char- being in charge
1: was probably the only way to have nice things that's true so but like, like like you are not in charge i am not in charge we both have nice things you have a cool apartment i have a cool house I rent, so I'm not like a homeowner, but I rent a house and I have made it cool in my own. The amount of luxury we have is something that they could only dream of by being royal or being the head of state or whatever
0: i guess that makes sense i'm just like maybe this is just me but i'm just like i would be so overwhelmed with the responsibility oh for sure i I also feel that in like a lot of things where it's like my goal is to take over the world i'm like why would you want that responsibility on your shoulders Well, because
1: the people who want to take over the world usually aren't thinking about all of the other people in the world and their you know benefits and the things that You need to do for humanity to be a successful species. I could never be. I just don't think my brain
0: works in that way. No, I
1: could (laughs) never do it because I'd be like, "Well, there's just too many people for me to be in charge of," Mm -hmm. and I don't want to. Like, someone's going to kill me for a decision I make. I don't want my decisions to lead to somebody killing me. Um, We haven't had an assassination in a long time, though. I think we're due. Man, there's a couple good options. Uh, for legal reasons, I will not be naming names, <laughs> um, but there are some heads of state in the world that we might be better off without, and I'm going to let you at home decide who that might be. I'm not advocating. I'm for legal advocating.
0: reasons, we are not planning anything. We are not encouraging anything. We're just saying history repeats itself. History repeats itself, and there, the arc of history
1: is long. It is full of irony, and sometimes a motherfucker needs to get got, you know? So... I'm not advocating. I'm just speculating. Um, with that, we'll go back to Emily's story. So I don't – to my personal FBI agent who's listening, um, all I'm doing is painting my nails, all right? Hey,
0: girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to come it's over and a get while. a mani? Hey. <laughs> I
0: imagine – because I've been watching rewatching a lot of Community, and if I had – if I ever met my personal FBI agent, I would hope it would be like when Abed met – the lady in the Secret service and they watch movies together she sits outside in her car with binoculars oh with a listening god. device in his lamp and, and they watches the movie. Together. that's yeah. so
1: funny <laughs> does he know
0: yeah and at the end he goes this is really nice we should do this again <laughs> oh my god that's funny <laughs> i love it that's the relationship i want with my fbi agent <laughs>
1: like listen we know you're there you don't have to keep hiding mine's probably a cia agent who knows I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, I did get a call from a private detective. Really? I have no idea why. He left me a voicemail. He was like, hi, my name is blah, bitty, blah, license number, blah, 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 blah. And I'm interested in learning more about, or he's doing, I I couldn't fully understand the voicemail, but it was something about protective detail services. My first thought was, is somebody trying to kill me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) do I need a protective detail service? My second thought was, my fucking dad probably signed me up for some shit. That I don't need to know about.
0: I don't know. I got, like, a random voicemail the other day about a bill collector looking for my brother-in-law who was deported, like, I think, like, seven years ago. And I'm just like, I haven't talked to him. Your life is since wild. Since I was, like,
1: middle schooler. Your family has Why would I wild. know this?
0: <laughs> I forgot you um, had a Also, I'm pretty family. sure he's, like, in El Salvador somewhere. Your life needs to be a sitcom. <laughs> um... My, um, so I have a trainee at work and he keeps saying that I should have a comedy show and I don't understand how I should feel about that. Well, you're funny. Also, I don't want to tell him I already basically kind of have a comedy show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to stop telling people at work about this because I know I'm going to say something incriminating at some point. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I don't want to, I'm like torn between like, I want our podcast to be successful, right? I want people to listen to enjoy it and maybe for us to make some money on it. you know down the line but the thought of people knowing who i am and having any semblance of fame is so like the antithesis of what i want in my life i do not want to be a public figure i do not want fame i do not want fortune in that way
0: i I just want people on the internet to think (laughs) i'm cool
1: I just there's just you're when when you have some sort of modicum of fame or a following, you just have to be aware of so many things that I just don't have the brain space to be aware of. So I'm just gonna let everybody listening know now I will disappoint you and I am not sorry. Just throwing that out there.
0: We love you though. We're doing our best just to entertain you.
1: Yeah, this is an entertainment
0: podcast. We can't handle pressure. <laughs> <laughs> please, please be nice to me. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <It's> very soft. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> Emily's over here, like, but we love you, and it's okay. And I'm like, Burn it down! Burn it down!
0: <laughs> oh, you're the more forgiving one, aren't you? Apparently, when the microphones are on.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> microphones are off. She's a different person. You can, you can cut
0: that. You're not actually a different person. <laughs>
1: You're doing a much better job of being composed today than I am.
0: I don't know how. Maybe it's because I haven't had weed in 72 hours. I don't know what my life is anymore.
1: Are you okay? Do I'm you want fine. an edible? I don't I'm have any fine. on me, but I can give you one later today.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right, because we're going to a haunted house. We're going
1: to a haunted house tonight. Yeah, our first. My
0: first haunted house. Ever? Yes. Ever. Yes.
1: Your first haunted house ever is going to be the one where they're allowed to touch you. Kinky. Yes.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm scared of everything all the time, anyway. So I know I'm going to cry, anyway, no matter how scary it is. So I might as well go for broke, you know.
1: We're doing three or four hundred houses, really. Uh huh. It's the uh, no, it's three. It's the trilogy of terror. So it's um, Hotel Castlevania.
0: The trilogy Clown of terror Motel. is what I'm going to call
1: my autobiography. <laughs> it's Hotel Castlevania, Clown Hotel, and Gates of Hell. Cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. They're very good. I real hotel, I think, it, I think it's called Hotel. No, it's called Castle Vampire. Castle Vampire is one of my favorite haunted houses. Yeah.
0: I'm very excited.
1: Vampires. Woo! I'm gonna make you go in front. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, let's get back to the story. <laughs> Speaking of another haunted house, I'm just distracting today. <laughs> Okay, we are back from our brief intermission of a cat rescue.
0: <laughs> dumb. My dumbass cat opened a drawer and got stuck behind it. And winding, cried, and scratched that she couldn't get out until someone shook the treat box. I had a great idea, and I <laughs> am glad it worked. <laughs> All right, so let's head back to the Bonamargie. The Bonamargi. The The Bonamarchi. So (laughs) the last known religious ceremony to take place in the Bonamarchi was in 1639 when roughly 700 Scots all showed up to celebrate the Feast of All Hallows, which um, I believe is November 1st, which is why Halloween is All Hallows Eve. So we kind of got a Halloween tie in there. Perfect. Mew. So like the seven hundred Scots all came and they joined this big feast together in this tiny ex friary that was only a friary for like thirty years and it's long, long history. But sounds like a good time. I mean that's not a long time to be a friary. <laughs> I know. I just I just saw that while I was rereading this first part and I was like, it was built it was really in like it's over five hundred years of existence. It was a friary for like Thirty-five. Yeah, that's not a lot. <laughs> but, oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> um, there is still an inscription from this period that's carved into red stand- sandstone on the south side of the building. So even those places in ruins, you can still, like, read the inscriptions. And and still, like, very much a cemetery. And I just think it's funny that the first, uh, or the one of the last remaining inscriptions just sounds very, very... <sighs> Scott. i mean i guess these were scottish clans that kind of hung out here even though it's in northern ireland but i just i'm looking at this quote and just every single word looks like it's spelt wrong to me but that's just for my american can i try to read it please read this it's one of all caps can i try yes okay do your best Scottish accent.
1: Oh, I'm not going to do that. I am not. I have too much respect for the Scottish people to do that. I don't even know what a Scottish accent sounds like. I've been watching a of lot head. of Outlander as well, so. Um, here layeth the body of John... Whoa, what? Minuggeten? What is his name? I don't know. Oh, okay, good. There's no wrong answers then. <laughs> Here lieth the body of John Mangatin, first secretary to Randall, first earl of Antrim, who departed this mortal this mortality in the year of our lord god 1630. I want you guys to know that was a lot harder
0: to read <laughs> than it sounded. This is just from my American perspective. Everything looks spelt wrong it, in that sentence. Yeah, me. there's
1: there's a lot of extra letters where we normally would not see extra letters, but... To be fair, that's the same in its color versus UK English versus US English. That's true, that's true. You know? We're very boring.
0: Yeah, they like oh they like to add some U's in places that we don't have them. Sometimes a U just looks like so fancy as fuck, you know. It does. I don't know why. I can't explain why. Yeah, Missouri knows all about that. Missouri's got a U. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> so the tomb, also called the Antron Vault, also known as the Tomb of Earls. There's a lot of fucking names for this tomb. Um does not just hold the remains of Sorley Boy, but also <laughs> Sorley Boy McDonald. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a great name, sir. Please don't haunt me. Your name sucks, dude.
1: <laughs> haunt me all you want. <laughs> but if you're gonna haunt me, that means you're gonna live in my house, which means you have to pitch in on chores. <laughs> Them's the Can you just
0: imagine, like, a 500-year-old war chieftain, like, mopping your floor? Yes. Do and, it, please. Like, yelling in, like, Irish. I would love that. I would love nothing more.
1: I, but I need it to be, like, Simlish Irish, so it's even more ridiculous.
0: <laughs> also, I have a
1: question about the Sims. Unrelated, sort of. Um, do you think the Sims in Australia is the same voice as the Sims here? Do they have, like, did, like what would, what would Mandarin Sims sound like? Can you change the language in the Sims so it's like simlish but a different region? I have no idea. Wouldn't that be cool though? It would be amazing. I want to listen to Mandarin simlish Where's YouTube or Tagalog simlish or um what is I know uh Scottish people have their own G- Gaelic Gael? Gaelic Gaelic simlish. Is Gaelic
0: Irish or Scottish? Hmm. I think it's mostly Irish. I don't know, like, how much overlap there was Mm -hmm. between those two regions. Um, But, like, like, I feel like Simlish is recorded by American actors. Yes. So I want to know. What it looks like is the Simlish is the same, but the music is different. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I think that's just from World Adventures. Never mind.
1: Anyway, Sims Development Team. (laughs) That's an interesting idea for Sims 5. Please give me Sims 5 for free when it comes out. Also, like, the first 10 bundle packs. Because I know, like, I've spent hundreds of fucking dollars on this stupid game. And I'm a sucker, so I'm going to buy Sims 5 as soon as it comes out. Did you see the announcement? Yeah.
0: So, this tomb, it just does not hold the remains of Sorley Boy, but it also um, has the remains of several earls of Ulster who are also buried there. So there's a lot of earls here. There's some chieftains, a lot of people who are associated with Clan MacDonald. Um, and then the 1640s, there were many structures that could be considered holy, were destroyed during wars and battles during this time period. Um, and so the Bonamargy was abandoned. I don't know if this is when it started to become fall into ruin, but there were a lot of places that were considered wholly being attacked and destroyed in this region. Um, in this resting place of the McDonald's, there is also one McQuillan who is buried here, who still hangs out at the ground. Love that. And her name is Julia McQuillan. And she is- Fuck no- yeah, it's a lady ghost. It's a lady ghost. And are you ready for her title? Yes. She is known as the Black Nun.
1: Do, 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 I want do. to be her friend. Or I want her to
0: kill me. Both are fine. (laughs) So let's talk about Julia, who is the main inspiration of this episode. Yes, please. So when Julia was young, she was considered very prideful, especially being a descendant of the former rulers of that area. Um, I don't know much about her early life, but literally every account wrote, she is just a little too prideful. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Little girls deserve confidence. Right. (laughs) She, I guess she was very proud of being a descendant of the former rulers. Um, she's also considered very reckless, um, and I couldn't find any examples of this, um, but I did see noted twice that she has the characteristics of her ancestors, whatever that means. Vague and slightly <laughs> ominous. I know. That's how I want people to describe me. Characteristics of her ancestors? No, vague and slightly ominous. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, Emily, I think you know a little bit about your ancestors. I think that might not be a good idea. <laughs> Later in her life, she decided that she would live a reclusive life and move to the ruins of the abandoned Bonamarji. So this place is abandoned, it's falling into ruin, and she's just like, this is where I'm going to make my home. So she moves in. So Julia was a mystic, and she could tell the future. She is known for her accuracy and her prophecies, however... Not everyone is fully sold on this. Yeah. Considering that it took centuries for some of her prophecies to come true. Some people think it may have just been a coincidence. Yeah, you like say some wild shit and eventually it'll happen. Yep. So an example of this is when she claimed she saw um the one of the water the waters of the Tow Rivers turn red. She said that this section of the river it would turn completely red. And it took 200 years for that prediction to come true. But that's a very specific <laughs> tradition. Or
1: ex- that's a very specific
0: premonition. Yeah, that the section of the river would turn red. And she was right about the section? I think so. Because she might have seen the future. <laughs> but it took 200 years for it to come true when a workman fell into the river and he ended up accidentally getting sucked up into the water wheel and crushed. Um and so his blood kind of turned that entire area water red that's horrifying it's horrible guy but um she she saw it she claimed she saw it um she also made predictions she also made (laughs) predictions
1: we'll wait for the garbage truck
0: (laughs) we'll wait for the garbage truck to leave (laughs) Okay, I'll go home. Oh, wait, I am home. So she also made um, a few other predictions. Should I lost my bullet point now. Okay, so she also made a few other predictions. One was someday they would make boats out of steel. Yep. And someday people would drive carriages without horses. Yep. I guess those are both technically true. Yep. Um, however, one of her most notable predictions is that there were standing stones. There were standing stones at both Barnish and Carnduff, and one day they would stand side by side, even though they were four miles apart. Um, when Ballycastle Harbor was under construction, the stones were actually uprooted and transported where they stood together at the pier. And so her prediction technically came true. These stones I, came together, and I, now I believe they stand her. together. I think she's totally valid. I, I mean, I think a lot of people are just trying to discredit her, but... I mean, she was... That many coincidences. No coincidence, for reason. <laughs> that
1: many coincidences. It's yeah. like, you don't doubt Nostradamus. Like, come on. Oh, you still don't know who he is. I gotta do
0: an episode on him. That's true. Now, when Julia died, there were two versions of how this happened. I know you said two versions, but I heard two virgins. And I was like... That's how I want to go. Excuse me? <laughs> what? And now I'm cut up, so continue. <laughs> so there are two versions of how Julia may have died. The first is that while walking through the ruins... A rock mysteriously flew through the air and hit her on the head, which sent her falling down the staircase to her death. What? And then the second is that instead of being hit by a flying rock, she tripped over her gown on the 13th step of the staircase and fell to her death. That Either one, way, she fell down the stairs and died. That one sounds more
1: realistic, but I'm interested to know why 13th. Spooky. Like, did they just pick it because
0: it's the spooky number? I guess so. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. So there might be a little bit more weight to that first one, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Either way, yeah. So either way, she fell down the stairs to her death. Um, And now the stairs are now closed off to visitors. Um, One of, like, the only modern structures that are in there is there's a gate that's built into the walls now so that people can't go up the stairs and also fall down and kill themselves. So they are pretty rickety stairs. These are ruins. They've been around for a minute. You're not actually supposed to be climbing around in them. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's ill-advised. <laughs> there was a group visiting the site, um, I think about, it's about two years ago now, because um, this is a pretty popular place for paranormal investigators. There's a lot of YouTube videos of people doing paranormal investigators here, mm-hmm. but there is a one from a couple years ago where a group went and they took a spirit box to the gate and called out to Julia Spear. I still don't know how much I believe in spirit boxes, but these stories fascinate me. Mm-hmm. Um So whether you believe in this equipment or not, there were the words that came out of the box that just says, I was killed. Mm. And that... Poor Julia. If if these things do actually have a way to communicate, that makes me sad. That is sad. She deserved better. Yeah. She was just a strong-willed descendant of her ancestors
1: who was a little bit reckless and prideful.
0: And lived in her remote castle and
1: made predictions about the future. Minded her own business, told people, you know, what was going to... Happen, but not necessarily when. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't you just want to like run down an abandoned castle in a flowy
0: gown? Yes, oh, the dream. This place is open to the public. The dream. Website says three hundred sixty-five days a year. One day. Yes. <laughs> so locals have also reported hearing strange noises um, from the ruins, especially when walking through. Um, Some people have also reported seeing her, um, seeing Julia herself walking through the grounds in a black robe. Um, And she also keeps being sighted on the stairs where she died. So she tends to hang out there a lot. But either way, it seems like she's still hanging out in her home, just chilling. There are witnesses have also seen her and one of the upper floors just staring out the windows at guests who come visit. This idea makes me so sad because imagine living your whole last
1: life. And then when you die, you're just like stuck in your apartment forever.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Imagine being in this apartment for the rest of your existence as a spirit for all eternity.
0: Oh, my God. I saw a tweet earlier that says, my housemates keep saying our house is haunted, but I've lived here for 274 years, and I've never noticed anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That would be me. That's pretty fucking funny. (laughs) So those who have encountered Julia's spirit say that when they um, see her, they have a feeling of peace and well-being both during and after her encounter. And this has been, like, multiple people, so. Mm -hmm. So she's not an angry ghost. She's not an angry ghost. She's just kind of like, welcome to my home. Here's a cup of cocoa and a blanket. I love her. She sounds awesome. I want to be her friend. Same. Um, She also said in her will that she should be buried by the entrance to the church so that when people came to visit the church, they would walk over her grave when arriving for worship. So her grave is kind of right in front of the church, and it's marked with what um, most people think were, was a Celtic cross, but it's so worn now. It's like almost an entirely like round headstone with a hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we don't quite know all the significance behind it, but that's what she wanted. That's what she got. Good. I'm glad she got what she wanted in that respect. you still get to walk. So she wanted people to walk over her resting place. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but that's what she wanted. More power to her. Right. So legend has it that when the Bunimarshi friary was abandoned, um, the monks hid treasures in an iron chest and buried it in the ground. Um, People have tried to find it over the years with no luck. Um, But a lot of locals believe that we haven't found it because there is a dark spirit who lives here as well, who is protecting the site and will harm anyone who gets close to the treasure. As most treasures have, you know, standard goes to protect the valuable thing. So I have a story from early in the year 2000. Um, There was a reporter from BBC who was taking photos near Julia's grave. Um, When a family who was visiting the site accidentally wandered into the shot. Um, When they realized they were intruding on the shot, they decided that they would get out of the way. And so they walked into a passageway and decided they would stay there until the photographer finished. Um, After they did so, a large stone flew at them and smashed into the ground. It flew so hard, it shattered. Luckily, it didn't hit anyone. It, like, just missed them, but either way. And it didn't, like, fall from the ceiling. No. (laughs) <laughs> it did not fall from the ceiling. Um, so after this happened, they fled and reported the incident. Um, and because everyone was thinking, oh, the structure's falling, this is unsafe. They called the police and they closed off that section of the friary and investigated it to see if, hey, maybe there's something wrong with the structure. That stones are fucking falling on people. It was during this investigation of the structure that they realized the stone didn't fall from the ceiling. It, the official investigation concluded that the rock had come from one of the side walls, and had been pushed out of the wall with such force that it just kind of flung forward. Jesus. And they have no suspects or any idea of who could have done this. So the family was too close to the treasure. I think that's a good place where to start
1: for your treasure hunting. Yeah, I feel like you go where that family hid from the photographer And then you're probably a hop, skip, and a jump away from the treasure. And if you find it, you're obligated to share it with us.
0: I kind of think it's interesting how we have this family who claims that a rock was thrown at them. There's an evil spirit who may be protecting a treasure... In one of the versions of how Julia died, it a was rock a rock flew out of nowhere, so and hit her in the head. She got too close to the
1: treasure, too. Maybe she got too close as well. So that means the treasure's been there for a lot longer than she was. And there's
0: a ghost just throwing rocks at people.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Get the fuck out of my wing." It's like <laughs> it's like the beast
0: telling you we not. We had an West agreement, wing. Julia. My side and your side. <laughs> Don't cross the red line. <laughs> I I want a sitcom of them being roommates. Oh my god, that'll be hilarious. And they
1: were roommates. History said they were roommates.
0: <laughs> and then there's another mystery of the Bonnemarki, um, which is the Bonamargi manuscripts. So in 1822, they were doing repairs on the site to help preserve the ruins when they found a large oak chest. Oh, no. <laughs> so they opened the chest and inside there were four manuscripts that were dated from 1338 to 1380. My God. The manuscripts were were mostly English translations with one written in its original Latin. It was painted in gold. There was hand-painted, like, flowers in the margins. Like, these are valuable, authentic ancient manuscripts. Just chilling in those chests in these ruins. This is wild. (laughs) They were mostly religious in nature, with one of them titled St. Bonaventure's Life of Christ. And no one is sure... How they came to be here or why and we don't know who the author is we do suspect that they were possessions of saint anthony who was a nobleman in france who sent them there because it's so remote that he, sent he them there assumed s- nothing would happen to them there nothing happened until the 1800s but that's History's still just wild people
1: from 400 years ago really just be leaving shit places and we're just now finding it
0: i know like what else haven't we found don't even get me started on the bottom of the fucking ocean. Oh, God. The ocean's terrifying. Terrifying. My co-worker sent me a photo yesterday of a fish that they discovered with a transparent head so its eyes can move backwards and track its prey. And I'm just like, that's terrifying. Stop sending me pictures of this. I don't. It I don't. freaks me out. I love the ocean. I also hate the ocean.
1: The ocean I have a health. Me. I think I have a healthy respect and fear. Of the ocean, I'm not afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of the shit we don't know about. Mm-hmm.
0: Sharks are great. Sharks are the great. shit we don't know about. Terrifying. See, here's my problem. Uh, I'm cool with sharks. I'm cool with fish. Seaweed freaks me the fuck out. It's slimy. Also, all the disgusting shit people dump in the ocean. I'm just like, ugh. and it's in there, and it's touching me, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. So, that's basically it for the Bunamarji Friary. Um, if you were to visit today, the cloister, the gatehouse, the altar, and the church are all still semi-preserved and in very good condition for their age. They're just missing their ceiling because it was burned down. It's a 15-minute walk from Ballycastle Bleat. Ballycastle Br- Beach. Beach. Why can't I say that word? Ballycastle Beach. Ballycastle Beach. It is surrounded by a golf course now, but because Boo, it's so... <laughs> golf is one of the most wasteful sports. It really is. I hate golf but because and it's boring and it's boring
1: (laughs) it's just such a waste of resources and it's so much fucking water and why do you need real grass why can't you just have astroturf but also there's so many fucking golf courses here and you could afford to put so many houses on the land that these golf courses are on and there's just such a, a houseless person population issue here and if we would just make houses for people and less golf courses The world would be a better place. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Please continue. There's a golf
0: course there now. At least it's like in Ireland. At least hopefully the grass isn't that much upkeep. Like it just happens. Which is still weird to me. Like grass just happens in places. I was So
1: Jacob and I are talking about moving um, to Minnesota. uh, And I was looking at houses on Zillow. And I was like, I really like that these houses look like they were built into the land instead of on top of the land. Mm. And he was like, I don't understand what you mean. And I was like, I literally can't be more clear. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean you don't get it? Like, you get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want a house that's, like, surrounded by grass that just grows there naturally. As opposed to every single house in Nevada
0: Grass, just, grass just growing naturally is such a, foreign, yeah, such a foreign concept. Yeah. Such a foreign concept to me.
1: <laughs> like, every piece of grass I've ever seen in this city has been specifically planted in this area. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm really excited about the idea of living somewhere where the grass just happens, and we built the house into the grass, Instead of putting the grass on the house intentionally. Yep. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be awesome. Fuck that desert landscaping. I just got grass that just happens. I got these big trees that just happen. I didn't have to import it.
0: See though was surrounded by a golf course. You can still visit it anytime. The website says 365 days a year because it's on public land. So mm-hmm. you it's just outside. Yep. Yeah, so they cannot block you from walking to it. So go check out golf course. <laughs> yeah, go I want to go touch this grass. It looks soft. Okay. Agreed. So the cemetery is there, and it's actually a little bit bigger than it was. And the last, like, big additions to the cemetery was in World War One, where there was Viking soldiers who washed up on the shore after hitting a mine in the middle of the war. Ooh. Because they were so close to the beach, and so many of them were unidentified. So now this is partially a Viking cemetery as mm-hmm. well. So it's a very cool structure. The ruins are still, like, pr- very preserved. Um... It's basically a cemetery. There may or may not be a demon protecting a treasure. Either way, sounds like a good afternoon to me. I really, really want to go here. Wait,
1: miss, don't you dare bring a Ouija (laughs) board in my house. Miss, I'm not opening no portals to my apartment. I don't want it in my house. I will go visit it where it lives. Okay, so it's not the demon, like, being around the demon you're afraid of. It's it
0: being in your living space. Right. I don't want it attached to me. I don't want it in my place. Okay. I I, I need to have healthy boundaries between me and the demon, and I feel like healthy boundaries are not something that demons are fond of. I saw uh, a TikTok. Me and my demon are going to therapy (laughs) to learn about healthy boundaries. I saw a
1: TikTok about all these signs, and I think I had this conversation with you already. Uh, I saw a TikTok about all these, like, signs you can get at Joanne's and, like, Target and Walmart and all the Halloween decoration that's, like, like, um... Like, you, you've got this, like, hotel vacancy oh, Halloween that sign. Oh, sign at my kitchen says the dead and breakfast in vacancy. <laughs> yes, right. And so uh, you are inviting the fae because you are telling them there is a vacancy in your home by yeah. hanging that in your home. Uh, and so this TikTok was basically like, don't fucking do it, white girls. It's <laughs> not, the cute decor is not worth inviting the fae folk into your home. And I was like, mm, but it's cute. It's cute and what if just one fae folk, you know, just one fae folk can live
0: here. Okay, my sign says vacancy, but on uh, none of my signs doesn't say welcome, so I'm still cool from. Oh, that
1: just sees, says home sweet haunted home. You're yes. good, you're good, you're good, you're good. <laughs> Nothing says welcome. Happy haunts. Although spell that's on mostly
0: you. for like the humans in my life, um, that's, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, do not welcome the fae into your home they vampires anything that needs a welcome to come in. Yeah, your house. anything from the other world can stay there. Mm-hmm. We'll go visit it it can't come visit us. Exactly.
1: I don't even know if I believe Healthy in this shit, but I'm not people. I'm not risking it. Yeah. The other world cannot come in my house. i mm-hmm. I'm watching Vampire Academy right now. Okay. I'm Peacock. I've never been like a huge vampire person. Like I was into the Twilight books like everybody else my age, but I was very quickly like this isn't even well written, but I went to all the movie premieres anyway. So Vampire Academy is another vampire book.
0: A series that got
1: turned into a TV show. But the TV show is so fucking good. (laughs) And it comes out once a week. So I'm back to cable. Oh no. (laughs) This is what I was avoiding with streaming. So now every week I'm waiting for the stupid fucking show to load up on Peacock. I'm mad, but it's so good. So go watch (laughs) Vampire Academy.
0: Woo. Just don't invite them into your home. All right, y'all. Well, that is it on the Panamarji Friary. And, I um, really want to go find that treasure
1: I really and like want maybe to th- get a rock thrown at me, you know?
0: Please throw a rock
1: at me. Please throw a rock at me and do you miss. Ha- do
0: we have a safe word? <laughs> <laughs> Back to setting healthy boundaries with your demon. <laughs>
1: it's uh, Our safe word is a uh, uh, solely boy. What's his name? Sorly boy. Sorly boy. <laughs> Sorly boy is our safe word.
0: Sorly boy. Sorly boy.
1: boy. <laughs> Oh my
0: god! I love it. Would you like me to host next week, or do you have something prepped already? You've done a lot in a row. I, I think I did the last four. I mean, I know you have a lot on your plate, so it's up to you. Um, I have one that I kind of started that I was going to do this week, but I was missing like, if like a chunk of the story mm-hmm. that I have to go through like microbiology reports to find, and I'm mm-hmm. just like I do not. Have the How front about we'll surprise press. each other? I'll try to have something prepped.
1: Okay. You try to have something prepped, and then we'll just show up and see who's is who's, who's more prepared to host. Um, well, I do have plans every single weekend through November nineteenth. No, through December tenth. That's right. Because there's November nineteenth, and then the next week is Thanksgiving, and then the next week is my anniversary, and then the next week I don't have plans. So I have plans every weekend until December tenth, wow. which is why Emily said she knows I'm very busy because <laughs> I'm so fucking busy. <laughs> Um. But I will have something prepared next recording. I will do my best to have something prepared next recording and then we'll like rock, paper, scissors it or something. Cool. Sound good? Cool. How do we do our sign off? What's our thing?
0: How do we make a podcast? <laughs> the technology really did forget today. Technology is a joke. Okay. Take this from someone who works in tech. Right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. You can
1: follow us wherever you get your podcasts at Full Scream Ahead. You can
0: also follow us on the Instagram at Full Scream Ahead. We also have a Facebook. um, Our URL is Full Scream Ahead Podcast. You can also email us any questions, comments, personal stories at Full Podcast at gmail.com. We also have a domain name that I accidentally bought a year ago (laughs) that I forgot about until the renewal notice came up. Um, But... Might not be live this week, but for anyone who listens to this in the future, you're gonna fullscreenahead.com. Oh, my God. You're going to make us a website? Yes. <gasps> I started. We're going to be professionals. Yay. Oh, <laughs> when we're done, I can show you what I have so far.
1: Perfect. I would love that. Let's Yay. let's stop now so I can pee and you can show me. All right. Bye. Bye. As what are you doing? I'm pooping.